Greeting, Earthlings. We have now taken over your radio. Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk Podcast. I am Kevin. Joined with me as always is Andrew. And Andrew, I have one thing to say to you, and this is not going to be that the Kansas Jayhawks are 3-0 and undefeated in football. It's not going to be that. Okay? Okay. It's going to be that this podcast, Andrew, is celebrating its 10-year anniversary today. Ah, uh, that's, well, I think it was two days ago, but yes, today yeah, we, yeah, we're 10 years old. How about 10 that, years Kevin? old? Like that's that we, I think it was September 18th, 2012, man. At that point in time, we had just hired Charlie Weiss <laughs> and we thought we were a football school. We got Dane Chris coming over from Notre Dame and boy, boy, um, were we in for a decade? Boy, boy, were we in for a decade. That is, uh, that is exactly right. But Actually, you know, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I mean, a lot's happened, but in those 10 years and a lot's happened since we've talked to the folks at home. I think we talked to them in June, uh, talking about the, uh, rock chalk round ball classic, which went great. Yeah. Um, but a lot's happened since then. And, and most importantly is we are a football school now. Uh, we are 100% a football school, Andrew. How about that? Like you look down. And let me tell you about some other football schools. Duke. Duke's a football school. (laughs) North Carolina. (laughs) All of which are undefeated along with the University of Kansas. We have not. We came out of our our, uh, off-season retirement here. Yeah. Talk um, about KU football. It's uh, end the season right now. End the football season right now. We have four teams in the playoff. Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas. Let's face them off. One winner take all final four. Let's have a final four (laughs) right now. We can have it in the Superdome. We can have it in the Alamo Dome. It doesn't matter. Traditional final four places. Let's just get it handled over a weekend. We're good to go. I like our chances. Actually, Uh, eh, we'll be all right. Kentucky's pretty good. Uh, But yeah, Kevin, it's been an exciting summer and exciting three weeks. And obviously, we're going to probably spend uh, most of this time talking about uh, our anniversary. No, no. Talking about Kansas football and Lance Leipold and Jalen Daniels and the whole crew. I mean, this is uh, an exciting team to talk about. Uh, and just to give you a preview, this weekend against Duke, which is weird to say, home game against Duke, <laughs> the maybe the biggest Kansas football game since the Insight Bowl in 2008. Wow. Is That's it? a poll. There was a there was a moment, right? Uh, what was it? Uh, three years ago, the K State game. We won our, mm, we yeah, won our game. Got some momentum. Killed. People wanted it so bad, Andrew, that it actually again we felt good kickoff, before felt kickoff. Good. It, the second the ball kicked off, it was a different story. But before kickoff, the place was actually kind of electric. It felt good again. I have a feeling this is going to be a completely different story. This is a real, that was a forced. We want to be good kind of thing. This is a, we might actually be good kind of thing. And there are people, Andrew, who have been KU fans for a long time who do not and have, we're not there to experience the recent years. We're not there to experience a fun, good KU football program. And you and I were there. It is awesome. 
It's, it's awesome. It's I liked fun. it more than basketball those years. I did. I'm not going to wow. lie. I liked it more wow. than basketball. I, I mean, it's, it's it a different so experience. It's, it's just different. It's different. Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's, I'm just saying. I'm a football guy. I love football. I, it's just, it's so hard when you sit through such bad football for so long. And I'm not even talking about the decade that we just endured. I'm talking about since growing up, watching us get beat by Oklahoma and Nebraska by 70 points, sitting in the stands as a as a you know kid. We had a taste of awesome football, and there's just nothing quite like it. And when you get Kansas, if we I'm telling you, I know the jokes are all there, but if you get the people fired up, we see what this school is like about, about basketball. The the fans are there, the 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 story is there. It's now just about producing and all of a sudden faster than people thought we're producing and it i think the place is going to be bonkers you know that's always been interesting about this is that we've got these basketball fans who will camp out for days who are fanatics like the definition of the war like these are uh, you know the student sections always winning awards to the extent you can give out awards but like nationally regarded as this is the the platonic ideal of a basketball student section and then you've got this football <laughs> student section that's like probably one of the worst in the country but getting better but like it's you know so it's it's two sides of the same coin it's it's weird that it happens um, but maybe we're going to get a taste maybe we'll see a full student section on Saturday and we should I would you, be disappointed if we don't you were getting serious for a second, and I want to I want to get serious for a second. Then we're going to be silly the rest of the time. I'm going to be serious for a second. Okay, be serious. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. All right, go ahead. You ready? I know a lot of people are struggling, right? Like, budgets are tough. Maybe your sports budget isn't what it used to be because of when you're either gambling it away or, or inflation's <laughs> bad. You know, the milk costs a lot more. Eggs cost a lot more. Your child's daycare costs a lot more. I understand people are struggling with their budgets out there. But what I'm telling you is go to the booth on Saturday, David Booth Memorial Stadium. <laughs> Put your child in the worst daycare. Don't eat tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like sell your car, buy a crappier car so you can go watch this football team on yeah. Saturday. So like, I don't care what your personal budget is, your sports budget is. Don't make that stupid bet against our Minnesota Vikings last night or, or for the Minnesota. Don't do that. Don't do that. Save your money and buy the worst ticket you can get into uh, Memorial Stadium on Saturday to watch this football team. Like yeah. have your priorities. It's got to be Jalen Daniels. Child's child care, mm-hmm. food way down. Like food, yeah. All like well, down. no. Here, here's it's Jalen Daniels. Yeah, DraftKings budget, <laughs> child care budget, food budget. <laughs> I think that's also fair. That, is that's that, is that of, that's where I'm at right now. I think that's that's right. Yeah. Uh, so the, that's what well, that's my serious take. Well, can I ask get, you, you one need to more get there. serious need question? To get there. Sure, uh, sure. Before we get before we again, this is the serious part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's my daughter's birthday. Mm, see, Jalen Daniels. Gonna I need to talk one. about prioritization right now. Jalen Daniels, number one. You you just said childcare. Totally agree with that. And and she can go to the to a. She'll be fine. Like you know, we'll, there's like some like closet she can go to for cheap that's gonna allow you to get into the stadium. Can't. But but can I get away from daughter's birthday party to go watch Jalen Daniels? I think I, the answer is probably no. I could think of no better location for a child's birthday party than Daisy Hill. Bring everybody? Bring bring them all. Bring them all? 
Mortgage the house. Mortgage the house. Get yourself a tent. That's a perfect. Per- you can. You, you don't even have to go in the stadium. Just stay there. That's Every a great party. Three year old girl dreams of Jalen Daniels football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the maybe maybe party. like we'll work on an NIL deal. Maybe Jared Casey can show up. You know, oh, three year old oh, girls. That's exactly what she wants. Three year old girls. Yeah. Oh, it's a guy from the Applebee's commercial. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's that's right. So. Okay. I think you just have to be creative and prioritize properly. Okay. We get baby J. We get Jared Casey. We make <laughs> a birthday cake out of nachos. He will remember it forever. We'll remember forever. Uh, I know I would. I know <laughs> I would. It's a memorable experience. I don't think I can make it because of the birthday party, but I plan to be there the following week. So we better still be undefeated. Let's jump into some football stuff, Andrew. Where do you want to go with this? We got we got a hundred ways we can go with this. Um, let's talk about Lance. Okay. So Lance is a guy who got just got here, right? He got hired, or at least he started in June of 2021. Yeah, which is like 15 months ago. It, that's nothing. And because it was COVID last year, like COVID time doesn't really exist, right? So right. it seems like Lance, I, I just haven't had the opportunity to like randomly run into Lance Leipold at Dylan's and Lawrence. You know, that's what happens with, with coaches. But you don't have that with Lance because he's really never, he's barely been here. Doesn't go and to when, Dylan's. Yeah. And he probably doesn't go to Dylan's. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't feel like he's, I mean, and then to get this far, where I guess the, the elephant in the room is, is that, yeah, now he's on a Nebraska list, right? He's on a list. He's on everybody list. He's on, he's on lists. People want our guy who I guess he's our guy. He's been here for 15 months, but it doesn't feel like it's a, a ninth year Mark Mangino, you know, fighting for his, but everybody loves the guy or, or vice, you know, it's a guy who we love. Because he's winning now, and we think he's the right guy, but like, we just don't want him to be gone two months from now. How KU football would it be to get just this blissful angel, this prodigal (laughs) son, this this uh, once in a lifetime greatness turnaround turnaround king uh, has won every single place he's ever been. And all of a sudden has the touch to even use that winning spirit against with the university of Kansas football team. And 10 seconds later, he's stolen by Nebraska. How KU football would that be? I would be <laughs> devastated. I it would makes, be devastated. It, it, but it feels like it could it's probably going to happen. It's probably like, well, it's like 50% uh, chance at this point. Uh, for all the people having conversations at the water cooler, having conversations on the bar stool about Lance Leipold and whether he'd take the job or not, you need to get over yourselves and realize that yeah, if Lance Leipold is offered the Nebraska job, Lance Leipold is taking the Nebraska job. Yeah. Yeah. Just just live with that fact. Like yep. be comfortable with that fact. If if he doesn't like there's a there are a few other schools that he would like we we can be competitive with a lot of schools we cannot be competitive with Nebraska on this we just is, can't be is uh is Bill self is Bill self staying at Illinois if he's offered the Kansas job the answer is no he's not staying at Illinois if he's offered this, the Kansas job this is the world we live in this is the ecosystem we live in we love it for basketball the circle of life it's a circle, circle of college <laughs> athletics life 
There and are, maybe we can have, get to the point. Not. Right. Maybe we can get to the point in our college basketball, college football lives where we are the apex predator. You're not the lion, but you're like the you're like the ibex. <laughs> okay, ibex. Like, good pull. Longhorns. Long, curly, curvy, curly yeah. horns. So like the sheep uh, or the goat. Yeah. Like somewhere yeah. in there. You're, you're not the bottom of the food chain. We just need to get to the middle. We're not there yet, but God damn it. I hope we keep him. If we don't keep him, the only thing that gives me any comfort whatsoever, and I don't know if this is true at all, but you would think that they would do whatever they could to hire Cardinal Nicky as uh, the replacement, our offensive think- coordinator, who I think is just awesome. <laughs> like everything he's doing is coming up aces right now. The guy yeah. can do no wrong in his play calling. Uh, you know. Well, Let's take a step back a little bit uh, on the Tennessee Tech game. Just, just you know, how many times have you gone to a game the first week or two or three of the season and there's delay game penalties, there's like back-to-back timeouts called, <laughs> or like, you know, the, the ticky-tack stuff that's just like undisciplined, uncoached errors. There was... For Tennessee Tech, there was none of that. In fact, it was pristine. It was clean. It was efficient. It was like they looked like they deserved to be out there. And it was hard to tell if it was a real thing or not at Tennessee Tech because Tennessee Tech is is not only a um, championship subdivision team. They're a bad championship subdivision team. Washburn is better. hard, Hard to tell. However, these past two games have been absolutely magical. And that that same shine is still there. Like this is, it felt real. It felt like there were real football players on this team. No offense to the previous 10, really 15 years of, of players, but these players were big 12 players making big 12 plays. This was, this is a real deal. Yeah. I, I will say that. I think that even if we lose Lance, uh, I think we're going to be okay because he is leaving it in a, uh, with a, a culture that I hope we can hire somebody, and, and if it's Cuddle Nikki, great, that can keep the culture moving in the right direction. The other side of this, Andrew, I don't want to lose a coach because when you lose a coach, you lose players. And right now, we've got like if <laughs> some crazy number returning next year, and our team is young overall, and then you're returning basically like 88% of your starters next year, something crazy. Uh, now obviously with transfer rules, all this sort of stuff, who knows what's going to happen, but man, if they build something here and then you look next year and you're going, why not us? Why not us? And you mm-hmm. lose your coach. It, it might put a little, a little stain on that, but let's stop talking about that because I don't want to talk about that anymore. Well, I want to talk about how we keep Lance, right? This is important. Like this is, this is going to be a community effort. This is going to be, it's going to take a village. It takes, to keep, it takes it's going to take, take, it's going to take all of us um, to, to keep Lance and Lawrence. Oh, keep Lance and Lawrence. I like that. Did we just come up with our bumper sticker Lance and Lawrence, keep Lance and Lawrence. So a couple of things, <laughs> I think we got to turn on the Kansas charm because I don't think he's really gotten the Lawrence experience yet. We mentioned he's really only been here a hot minute and last year, like barely counted. Yet. Like is he? Yeah, <laughs> or like yellow chicken, orange chicken at the the Chinese counter. Lance, go get you some of that. Go get it. Come on, Lance. Uh, this is, I mean, this is a guy who 
starting to kind of snap back. This was a guy who moves out of New York during the pandemic. There's a lot of those. You know, he wanted some land. He wanted a fresh start. He wanted to, you know, move, go west, young man. Get yourself some land. Get yourself some space to breathe. Build it up. Now that COVID is over, so you desiring for, you know, maybe, did I make the right decision? What, do, could I go somewhere else? Could I, you know, go back to the big city lights? So we got to show him, you know, what we have here around here in Lawrence, Kansas. So, you know, if you, if you see Lance out there, keep Lance and Lawrence. Keep Lance and Lawrence. Just, you know, go with that in mind. Let's talk about money. That's making, probably, that's where it really comes down to. He's right? making about, right. what, two and a half million to decide? I think that's right, which is not a ton for college football. Not a ton. Not awful either. I think he had a $16 million contract with KU. Mostly, you know, coming from Buffalo, it's pretty good. Uh, But let's talk about a couple other numbers. Scott Frost was making $5 million. Um, And that may have been a decrease. Like, he got his, his salary cut uh, in order to keep his job last year. So, I mean, there's... Nebraska is going to be. And they uh, paid him seven million to go away. Or yeah, yeah they, no, fifteen. Yeah, that's right. They paid him seven million more to go away. Right. They could have waited until next waited. week. They could have waited <laughs> until next week to save seven and a half million dollars, <laughs> and they decided they nah. did that for Lance. I mean, they they did that. For, they, they tried. They spent seven and a half million just to get the opportunity to, to call Lance earlier. Lance's agent. Here's so, the thing. We're, we're, pay. we're paying him two and a half. Scott Frost is making five. Whoever goes to Nebraska next is going to be paid six. Guess what Bill Self makes? Not six. He ain't making six. He's, uh, you know, all in. He probably makes a little more than that. But yeah. I think it's like 5.4. To keep Lance, I think we got to offer Lance the same deal Bill Self has. How about that? Lifetime deal? Lifetime deal. Five and a half million dollars. Give him whatever he wants for his uh, assistant coaches. You're probably not going to keep Cuddle Nicky either way. He, if if he's not hired as our head coach next year, he's probably going to be the Buffalo head coach next year or some other place like that. Uh, but look, I think you got to give him a bump, like a real bump, to keep him. I think you got to. Because if he doesn't, it, if he's not taking a Nebraska job, like he's probably retiring here, right? Right. He's 58. I mean, if you're you're not taking it, I guess his window's closing in terms of getting like the big job. Yeah. You know, is is a LSU going to hire a sixty year old? Now they're going to try to go after the young gun. Yeah, but he's but, a football guy. That guy's going to coach till he's eighty years old. You know, Lance Leipold ain't giving up early. He's not an early retirement kind of guy. So you got to pay him. And I think if you're Travis Goff, if you can get your football coach and your basketball coach tied up to lifetime deals, that means you love them both. I think it's jobs easy after that. Just got to go build a stadium. Just got to go build a stadium. Just go build a stadium, bro. Just win some games. Go build a stadium. No big deal. And then you're done. What is he going to do? What's Travis got to do? Give a speech and send some tweets. That's all he's got to do. What a great gig. If you can get it, man, man, what a great gig. Hey, great hire though. TG great hire. You got it. You got to give it up to TG. Uh, good, good hire deserves it. Uh, deserves the praise. Nice to have a competent athletics director. Are we and calling him TG? I just, I just Teej. Can we Teej. call him Teej? <laughs> I might call him Teej. Let's call him Teej. Let's call him Teej from now on. All right, Teej. Good work. You earned your salary this year. Now go earn your salary again by making sure that you keep 
uh, Travis Goff. Oh, by the way, your salary is also dependent on getting us in the Big Ten. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he may have more work cut out for Teach. him than we thought. Maybe Teach. it's more than he's giving a speech and sending some tweets. All right. Yeah, All right. he doesn't. Yikes! So give him a lifetime contract. Give give Kelly Leipold a lifetime contract. Give their kids a lifetime contract. Uh, convince them that blue is better than red. And I think that's true. Uh, objectively, are, like objectively. Of true. course. And I think, I think we got a chance. I, I'm not, I'm not feeling great about it right now though. Maybe that's just like KU like fandom. You just expect the worst thing to happen here, but. Yeah. My favorite thing about this is the conversation you and I had earlier today where you were trying to do some research, some background research into like family, <laughs> you know, cause like, remember we've, you've, we've, this a history that we've done this. Like, cause like, Oh Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, his wife, his wife? from Overland Park yeah, or Katie whatever. Dies. Right. So you like we do that and like, oh, he would have been perfect for KU. Like this doesn't <laughs> that seem like five lifetimes ago when we had that yeah. conversation? So you were looking and you're like, oh, his wife has some family in the Kansas City area. And then you find out, oh, she's from Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> and then he coached at Omaha for a long time. Yeah, then he coached yeah, in Nebraska. Yeah. So a lot of like, Nebraska uh, ties. We knew that. Hey, I, I, didn't bum, 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 bum. I like to look to the spouse to see, you know, maybe there's something there. Because she was the one that said, Andrew, she said, quote, Kansas is the place to be. Well, I well it is. She said that. She those were words out of her mouth. So there you go. Pay him lifetime uh, money. Let's talk about our Heisman candidate. JD. Um look, we have a quarterback, Andrew, that we have not had anything close to since I mean, basically uh, I mean Carter Stanley. Just kidding. Carter, probably since Carter <laughs> Stanley, if you think about it. Basically since Adam Barman, if you think about it. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean, basically. Uh look, we got a quarterback who since is, Todd Racing. That's if anyone's like, yes, yeah, since Todd Racing. Yes. He is the perfect quarterback for KU football. Especially for this team and how it's built. Like this is it couldn't perfect. be designed better. He is a prototype for what this team needs. He is, uh, you know, with an offensive line that's good, not great, who's actually been better than I think we expected, uh, has given him time, but he can extend plays. He's not afraid to step up in the pocket, and he's obviously not afraid to take off. And he's averaging freaking like 10 yards a carry this season. So he's got he's got wheels, obviously multidimensional, and no fear. Uh, you know, he, he was firing some balls. You know, we were watching that game, uh, last weekend and he would step up in the pocket and fire in a window that, that we did not have, we have not had a quarterback capable of making, even considering that throw, they uh, wouldn't even call that for it. They wouldn't even, yeah, it was not, it was not even uh, a question. And he, you know, I'm not saying the guy is a, is an expert pocket passer. He is not, he's, he has room to grow. Uh, I think the guy could, could really be pretty damn good. Uh, the more he continues to develop, but for what KU is right now, he is perfect and he's delivering. The guy is confident. He's smart. He's making good decisions. Uh, they're obviously setting him up for success. They're getting the, the right, uh, the, the right guys involved in, in, uh, in the plays. You know, we have a huge running back room. They're finding creative ways to get guys involved. We had a big question mark about our receiving core and all of a sudden 
that's not really been an issue. Uh, and it it's, it's some of that is a credit to the coaching staff, but a lot of that is a credit to, to, uh, to Jalen who has just been awesome. And I think a realistic Heisman candidate at this point, he's on lists, Andrew lists matter. He's far down on lists, but his name has appeared on some of those lists. They are on, he's on lists. And we're just like we were receiving votes in the AP top 25, Jalen Daniels are receiving votes only going upwards. You'll start if we win this week, just then we beat Iowa state. He'll be on most lists. Wait, wait till we beat Oklahoma and he goes mm-hmm. for five touchdowns. Hey, we have, we, they owe us one. Oklahoma owes us one from last year. So yeah. like they, we're, 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 we're close here, but listen, it's it's more to like you've got to have a campaign. Yes. Okay. You cannot just rely on the people who vote for the Heisman to make the right decision objectively. They need to be swayed. Yep. They need to be persuaded, and most often they need to be bribed. Oh, so for sure, we've got to be really, really. You and I, yeah, have got to be at the forefront of making this happen. Teej, 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 we got this. Just hire. I hear the Jayhawk talk, uh, media management and PR consulting firm of, of Kevin and Andrew, give us unlimited budget. You've got that. Don't worry about the money. Uh, and we'll, we'll make sure we got a winner. We, we will probably take a more modern spin on, uh, how we conduct this campaign. Cause like the previous ones have been about making these cool, like highlight videos or sending out, some reminders of like the little tchotchkes of like, Oh, it's a little funny. It's a play on their name. And you're like, Oh yeah. yeah, You know, and like they have websites and you know, like fun little things. That's great. Those are fine. Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's fine. We're probably work for like 5% of voters. Right. We're going to probably take a more modern approach and go negative. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's what we got to do. So like we're talking about, uh, Quarterback from Alabama, whatever I can remember his name. <laughs> his name is Bryce Young. Bryce Young. Bryce Young won the Heisman last year. Like, if you just see a leaked article about Bryce Young being a member of some sort of cabal, mm-hmm. or uh, wonder where that know, came some from. Some sort of I I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's like <laughs> just asking questions source, is all we're doing. Unnamed source asking questions. Just asking questions. I heard someone said people are saying people are saying that you know. Bryce Young is part of a cult that, uh, you know, is is not, not maybe good. like drinking blood of um, yeah, look cheerleaders. I don't know. Uh, uh, who knows? Uh, I, just heard, I heard it somewhere asking questions, and that's the thing that you know has been very effective in this day and age. Is is uh, uh, well, I guess uh, it's not it's not something I'm proud to say, but the, the is has been effective is flooding the zone with shit. What we do, Andrew, is we flood the zone. We we use every micro-targeting method we can to every Heisman voter. We get the list. We go through, and every time they open up you know, their, their laptop or phone, fire it up, they're going to see Jalen Daniels highlights. Uh, they're going to see Jalen Daniels at the soup kitchen, like serving people. They're going to see... Jalen Daniels, you know, uh, doing this little dance, I like his little dance, I like the, the dance, microphone, the dance, yeah, teaching other kids how to do the dance, like doing a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, they'll see that, then they'll scroll a little bit and they'll see, uh, Will Anderson Jr., Edge, uh, <laughs> at Alabama, um, just you know, 
maybe with a, uh, you know, like a, a black and white picture with, you know, some some dark uh, quote next to it. Just who knows? Who knows? I don't know where it came from. Right, like something or that doesn't make sense. It's just someone, there. someone just finds, you know, just, just like you find CJ Shroud's laptop from hell, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, it was just, who, <laughs> who knows where it came from. Uh, I, I don't know. Like CJ Shroud, like this, this isn't about me. This is about CJ. Like this yeah. is. Have you seen what's on his laptop, CJ Shroud? Have you seen it? I, I mean, I, I, again, I'm just asking questions. But gosh, I don't, I don't know. And then you know, uh, it, it'll just be a coordinated but but very simple campaign, just to make sure. The Jalen Daniels wins the Heisman. That's all we're doing here. It's, it, you know, I think we we should probably work with uh, Kodal Nikki and the team on play calling. Uh, we mm. need eye-popping stats. That's the one thing we're missing. He's had good stats, really good stats, but no more handing the ball off uh, inside the five-yard line. It's, yeah. it's, it's time for Jalen Daniels to score that touchdown. And it's time uh, that we, we we need to get him a Heisman moment. Everybody mm. has a Heisman moment. Like yeah. RG3's Heisman moment was technically against Kansas. Do you remember that comeback? Yeah. The Baylor comeback. That was, uh, you know, I guess give give you your team some credit if your team is the other side of the Heisman moment for the, for the candidate. But we need to manufacture that. Yeah. So some team in the future, we've got to make some payments for some miraculous comeback. I think it's the Oklahoma game. There you go. We find a way to make sure that uh that it's on national television maybe we get game day we figure out a way to just make sure it's a national television moment he he you know whatever the play call is that you've been holding back just make sure it's on national television and whatever it is jason bean i love these things that we're doing to incorporate him because he is a weapon but if he throws the ball, he can only throw the ball to Jalen Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only time he can throw the ball. He could throw. I'm fine with him like doing some like whatever. Throw throw the ball. Just make sure Jalen Daniels is on the receiving end, or it's a you know throwback to the quarterback and and and. Uh, you know, a, a double pass. That's that's the only thing we're asking. That's it. That's that's not much to ask, really. Right, Let well, us take care of the rest. We'll we'll keep everyone updated on our, our Heisman campaign, our independent slash no sort of not independent Heisman campaign once we actually um, get hired by Teach. Uh, but a couple things uh, I want to transfer out of, and and we'll we'll get there. But I want to just briefly touch on game day. Hmm. Did you ever for a moment think that it was realistic that the Duke Kansas game would be game day? I did. I did. You did. I did. I did. And here's why. Uh, and it's not so much that I thought it was possible. I thought it, it uh, uh, before the game, uh, the week before Scott Van Pelt said, if both Kansas and Duke are undefeated game day, ought to go there. And Scott Van Pelt knows people, you know, yeah. uh, lead anchor on the that. main network where the, the, the show takes place. I sure. appreciate that. And, and then after the win, KU started an all out, media blitz on it, yeah. uh, which I, again, appreciate as well, but I think they were playing the long game. I think they were playing the long game that eventually look, get, get in the door. Let's, you know, let's try And by the way, the, the timing didn't work out. It's a 12 o'clock game. It's a Fox game. It's like the network been, didn't work out. If it, if FS one, they're not going to publicize an FS one game. And I think that if it was a different team, I think if it was Oklahoma we were playing this week, I think we'd have had it. Uh, a, a, an interesting story like that. 
if it was a good undefeated conference team, I think we, that that has eyeballs, I think we would have got it. But that said, I think we still have a chance. Eventually, I think I think you still have a chance. You had to play the long game, get in there, uh, get get them talking about it. We we think again, who knows? But I think that if we find a way to be five and zero, oh, we might have a chance. So that means we beat Iowa State, beat Duke, and then we could play Oklahoma. That's at Oklahoma, uh, though, right? Is that, what, is that is that the Oklahoma game? Wait, yeah, is TCU in there somewhere? I don't know. Uh, TC, TCU may be somewhere in there, but if TCU is undefeated, maybe not. But Kansas TCU game, I can't see. But I don't know. It's going to be coming. And I ask you that question because my, my thought on it was it will never happen because it's more funny than anything else. Because <laughs> you have a Kansas football team and a Duke football team. And, you know, yeah, a Kansas Duke game days like that's that happens all the time, but that's <laughs> that's for basketball, right? And that that little that little laugh you just it was did, kitschy, like, yeah, that, the kitschy part of it is why I thought like, okay, you're not gonna get a kitschy thing. Like you got to really go to bat for something that's kitschy, yeah. little funny. But the conversation that I think is going on around Lawrence and the Kansas City area, and, and generally among Jayhawk fans, is like, when do we know that this team is back? And I think one of the indicators is is when things stop being funny. Yeah, like when it kitchen. starts when it's when it starts being like serious. Like like we have been making jokes about this football program. Like in like it's it's a way of denial. It's a way of of deflecting. It's a way of like you know saving our emotions and, and not being completely destroyed emotionally by just like you know like damn they lost again. They they're terrible. Like what are you gonna do? And like have a bunch of jokes about it but it's starting to get like real where like, you don't have to make the jokes. You start to have real emotional investment. And I, I found myself this like, and I'm not a superstitious person other than Kansas basketball. Mm -hmm. But I started to have like tiny bit of superstition stuff creep in for football. Mm -hmm. I think that's when I knew it was real. Cause I don't think I felt that way. I don't think I felt that way since law school, since 2008. Yeah. I don't think I felt that way. Like, ah, uh, you, you know, not, you not I, I, I couldn't even tell you what exactly it was, but like that feeling that like, um, this could be a real deal here. Do you remember that season when we were sitting there and we were in law school and you were like, wait, late nights tomorrow. I didn't even know. Like yeah. people were so invested in the football program. Like that's, I'm not saying that that's going to happen again. Nothing like that. But man, it would be a lot of fun if we get there. And I think you're right. You have to get away from the kitschy. You have to get away from the jokes. And all of a sudden you start feeling like it's really real. That's when, that's when I think Andrew, we're back. Kevin, I want to move on now and and talk about maybe a touchy subject. And this might violate um, any kind of preconceived, uh, uh, superstition, like we just talked about, like if we're we're back because we're feeling that, but it, it maybe just think of this in terms of if we're going to justify it, like an early bracketology, right? Okay. Like we, we look at bracketologies early for basketball, so sure. can we look at early going to be bowl uh, predictions? Are we going to be one seed in the Midwest? One seed in the Midwest? I don't know. Maybe we're going to go to the Liberty Bowl in Memphis. You want to talk about bowl games? Let's talk. I think we haven't got to talk about bowl games or basically we 
how I'm going to phrase this is, is we've taken a sabbatical from bowl games since 2009. So now we've kind of got to do extra work to get us caught back up on bowl games. There are bowl games that didn't exist when our sabbatical began. So we got to get caught back up on this and it could happen, man. It's good. No, it's first of all, it's going to happen. So Fiesta bowl, Glendale, Arizona, December 31st feels like a good target. Fiesta bowl. Yes. If we're just talking aspirational, can I tell you my aspiration? Like, so that would be it's Fiesta Bowl is a, a playoff. Fiesta Bowl is a playoff. If we don't make I, I the playoff, a total guess. it is aspirational. Is Sugar Bowl played in the Superdome? Oh man, Stop which it. was where we just won a national championship in basketball. Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> it would technically be the same year because it's December thirty first. So everybody oh, could look back man. that twenty twenty two year. Oh man, it's 2022 oh, year. Just, man. just, just like we talk about 2008, it'd be the same. Like that's my aspiration. But like, let's let's get there. Let's start at the the bottom, like the more the the bottom selection, Andrew, and then we'll work we'll work our way up. And before people start saying, "Oh my God, what are you talking about, boy?" We have to go three and six the rest of the way. We can do it. And in some ways, there's an argument depending on how the world shakes out. You could maybe win two and get in, but probably three and six. Yeah, probably not. Most likely, you got to win three. Like, and we're gonna ninety nine percent anyway. So, so there you go. So we'll in. we'll keep an eye on this. Like, so we'll just work our way up from this ladder. Okay. But the first one is the Armed Forces Bowl. This is in Fort Worth on December twenty second. And when we do this, I just want you to get the information out there so you could start mentally booking your hotel room or looking for Airbnbs in Fort bad. Worth and. Fort Worth or wherever. So Armed Forces Bowl in Fort Worth, December 22nd. This is one of those like catch-all bowls for for teams that are eligible but have nowhere else to go. So this is the Big 12 versus the American or Conference USA or whoever they can find who's eligible. Um, the Armed Forces Bowl, um, we played in this bowl in 2005 when I think it was just called the Fort Worth Bowl. Or what was it? Is that what it's called? I think it's called the Fort Worth Bowl. Was that? I think that's right. And we played Houston, which was coached by Art Bryles. This is in 2005. Um, I have a trivia here, a little nugget that I want you to see if you can remember some of these old names from these Jayhawk teams of old. Who was the MVP of the 2005 oh, 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 Fort Worth Bowl? Uh, is this multiple choice? Not multiple choice. Offense or defense? Offense. Damn I'll it. give you hints. I'll give you want, Quar- quarterback. Like, quarterback. I want to say like go. Joe Mortensen. <laughs> no. Quarterback 2005. Uh, Lots Adam of quarterbacks. Morgan. Well, maybe we'll narrow it down here. There are lots of quarterbacks on this team. Uh, Todd Reasoning. N- no. I know. Uh, I know. But I think both of those quarterbacks were on that team, though. I they were? That. I, I think Adam Barman started four games that season. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure. Wasn't. I don't know if you're going to get it. Jason Swanson. Oh, Jason Swanson. You know who you else were... is on that team? Kerry Meyer was on that team. Kerry Meyer was also on that, on that team. Yeah, that was a, I mean, like you can see where it was going, right? From that, from that team. So, you know, just, just a little bit of K- KU football history nugget there. Uh, another one, uh, the first responders bowl. This is in Dallas. Uh, 
uh, at Gerald Ford Stadium. This is the SMU. This is December 27th, so after Christmas. Once again, this is versus the American or the ACC or the Conference USA. This is one of those new ones <laughs> that has been around, that's come around since we took our sabbatical in 2009. So the first game was played in that in 2011. So this would be our first yeah, our first ver- journey to the first responders bowl in Dallas. The next one, the guaranteed rate bowl. How's that for a name? This is the old copper bowl slash insight bowl slash cactus bowl, uh, December 27th. We've been in this before. This is a game that's played against the big 10. We beat Minnesota in 2008. This was kind of the last gasp of any like relevance for KU football. Yeah. Who was the offensive MVP of that game? Okay, I need a wide hand. receiver. Wide receiver. Oh man. Oh, 2008 wide receiver. So we mm-hmm. had uh Did he play in the NFL? Correct. Desmond Briscoe. Des Briscoe yes! was <laughs> yes. the MVP, offensive MVP of that game. So, we could make a return trip oh. to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, aka Inside Bowl, Cactus Bowl, Copper Bowl. Uh and that is in Oh, that was in Chase Field. Uh, the Diamondback Stadium in Phoenix. So that would be weird, fun. I've never seen a football game in a baseball stadium. Um, but yeah, mostly because they're played in bowl games and we don't go to bowl games, or we haven't been um, since they started that. Okay, so the next one's Liberty Bowl in Memphis. This is at Simmons Bank Stadium where the Memphis Tigers play on December 28th. Okay. This is played against the SEC, Big 12 against the SEC. Be fun. We lost to NC State. Uh, in the Liberty Bowl in 1973, the last, <laughs> the last right. and only time we played in the Liberty Bowl, Kansas was coached by Don Fambro, sure. a, name, a name that that lives in, in Kansas lore. One of his two bowl appearances, lost both of them. Um, but NC State was coached by whom? I'm gonna need a hint. Um, very very famous. College football coach, coached at a couple spots, mostly known for Notre Dame. Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz was the okay. coach of the Wolfpack in 1973. I didn't really, I didn't even know he's. So there you go. We can we can go back and get some some revenge against NC State. Maybe <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> 1973, uh, 50 years later. Okay, uh, the next one is Texas Bowl. This is in Houston at NRG Stadium, which is where the Texans play on December 28th. Also versus the SEC. I got nothing on this one. There's no fun facts uh, other than we just won a game in Houston. So we can replicate that. We know okay. like the stadium, we know where the airport we're going to, we can get a good feel to it. K-State goes to this bowl a lot. That's all I got. Uh, let's move on. A cheese it bowl. This is my personal favorite just because it's called the cheese it bowl. Uh, <laughs> this is in Orlando at the Camping World Stadium, which is a stadium that holds absolutely nothing. I think it's almost 100 years old. So not going to be a great stadium to go to. December 29th, this is versus the ACC. Now, this was the Tangerine Bowl. This is the same like bowl system, bowl company uh, lineage for the Tangerine Bowl. And we've been in the Tangerine Bowl before in 2003, also against NC State, where Phillip Rivers, through for 475 yards and five touchdowns. And I, I remember much of this game, like this game, Bill Whittemore game is seared into my, my brain. I was a freshman at KU. Uh, Bill Whittemore had come in and really turned this, this team around. Like, you know, Mangina didn't have a great first year, but this was where he turned it around. Um, but my favorite player on this team 
um, scored a touchdown in this game. And he a receiving touchdown in this game, but he primarily was a cornerback who scored that touchdown. What was his number? If he was your favorite player, man, I don't remember. Uh, give me another hint. He also played baseball. Mm, give me another hint. He was a cornerback who played in the NFL. Give me another. <laughs> His it? first name is Charles. Oh, Charles Gordon. Charles Gordon. He was number three, okay. wasn't he? I don't remember. I'm going to look that up right now. Anyway, so we can get some revenge there. And then the Cheez-It Bowl, a.k.a. the Tangerine Bowl. That's in Orlando. That could be a fun one. December 29th. A uh, couple more here I want to hit was on. was number three, by the way. That's a pretty hey, that's good That's good. Bowl. It's pretty good for you. Pretty good. Uh, the Alamo Bowl. I like the Alamo Bowl. We've 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 won some basketball games in the Alamo Dome. Uh, it's December 29th versus the Pac-12. A uh, little little fun fact: uh, KU and West Virginia are the only two Big Twelve teams never to play in the Alamo Bowl. So maybe okay. we can. Uh, We're due. <laughs> and in West Virginia, West been, Virginia. West Virginia's only been Big Twelve for ten years, so. Uh, but it's primarily a Big Twelve uh, school, going all the way back to the nineties, I think. Uh, so the basketball team has played in two Final Fours in the Alamo. Dumb, one good and one bad, 2008 and 2018, 2018 being the Villanova loss. Um, on to more positive basketball-related venues, mm-hmm. the Sugar Bowl. This Sugar is Bowl this time. is where we're getting this is where we're getting a little little greedy what with our aspirations. No, this is... But we're going to talk about it. All State Sugar Bowl in New Orleans in the Superdome, December 31st. It is not the playoff this year. Uh, those alternate, so this will not be in the playoff, but it is on New Year's Eve, and the other two uh, playoff games are and also will on that be day. there. So, uh, the basketball team has played in uh, the last four Final Fours held in Superdome. Yeah, 1993, 2003, 2012, 2022. Most recently, when we won it last April. So special place in our heart for the Superdome. Uh, and then, of course, the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, December 31st. The Fiesta Bowl, Glendale, Arizona, December 31st. They're, start making your plans. <laughs> I don't see a reason why KU football fans should not start saving a little money, just setting a little aside right now. To get a second job. Trip. You know, inflation's bad out there, folks. It's like, like <laughs> It's a gig economy. Like, just get yourself a little, like, Lawn mowing business like on the side, delivery, yeah. only fans, whatever it takes. <laughs> Just get out there, make yourself a little extra dough, no judgment on how you do it, and then you know you, you'll be ready. You'll be ready. Uh Andrew, I got one other question for you. As we as we now close down our discussions of a of a 12 and 0 Kansas football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know. Just straight away, your expectations for the Kansas football team for this year. Give me uh, your re- obviously reset uh-huh. as to as well, to this moment in time with a nine or eight or seven and a half, depending on what book you're looking at, point favorite next week or this coming week to go four and oh. What is your what's your expectations for KU football this year? My expectations. So I, I would say my my expectations at the beginning of the year were were pretty low. They were three to four be, wins. Well, they were to be competitive. 
That was to not get blown out, yep. to not look like a Division II school, to not be embarrassed. It was the, right the year before the year team for me. I wanted to be but, good enough to like show us that the next year you're going to be real. However, I you know, obviously we we can adjust from there because I think that we want, and as fans, we can want more. I I, I mean, it is unrealistic for me to expect a Sugar Bowl appearance. Okay, but well, that makes I one think of us. I think realistically to. Bare minimum to make a bowl game for the first time. That's your expectation. Hold on. Bare minimum. But I think I'm going to push beyond that and say, you know, I I want there to be a time in early November where someone thinks we could win the Big 12. Or when you you start to get that feeling. Just when you start to feel it. I just want to have that moment that I can enjoy myself. Basically, it's after you win against Iowa State. So I want it to be later in the start. Season. I want it to be later in the season. You want to do it later in the season? I want no, I not I don't want it to be like October 1st. I want it to be November 1st where I have that feeling. I at least can convince myself that it's possible. So that means you somehow figured out a way to beat either OU or Baylor. Correct. And or or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there's some losses ahead of it, but like you start to see a path. And I'm not saying that I want it. Oh my god! Or that it's which way are you, are you up or down on that? I'm down on that. Okay, I'm you're just, the guy talking about Sugar Bowl. Oh look, I mean, I wanted a Sugar Bowl. Like, let's let's be honest. I'm though. not asking for it or expecting it. I just I want you have to have that set an expectation that here's the line. Here's the line that you will be very content, and that below that you'll be a little disappointed. Above that you'll be ecstatic. What's that line? The line for me is the Liberty Bowl. The Liberty Bowl, huh? Mm-hmm. You, you want to go play in the in the Simmons Bank Stadium? Mm-hmm. You want to go play? The... <laughs> That's probably because like these you trash go ones. Get retribution for that 1973 <laughs> team, Don Fambro. You want to go these, get it for Don? These trash bowl games, I will totally accept, and I will go, and I will like. They're it's not fine. trash bowl games. Every <laughs> game is every bowl game is cherished. Hey, yeah, we can have. We can have these thoughts now. We're a three and zero football Every team. Every bowl game is a gift for Kansas football. Don't you call that a trash? Bowl? You were uh, you were asking me what it is. Like, what, for what is it for you? What what is your expectation? A six bowl six? game. Give just me one? any bowl game. Absolutely. I've taken just a step beyond that. Uh, so I'm, I'm I will be disappointed at this point. I still think that's a pretty high expectation. That means you still got to go find three wins on your schedule. Uh. Although it doesn't sound crazy, I think a bowl game, I mean, at, at this point, a, below a bowl game, when you start 3-0 and and you're a 7, 8, 9-point favorite in the next game, you get to 4-0, and and you look at your schedule, you've got some scary teams, but you also have some teams that aren't that scary. Like, if we're talking about Ken Palm averaging, which is what we get comfortable with, uh, and you look down, you're probably not favored to win, whatever, six games but your schedule is still like a two and four record uh, just averaged out. Like, I think you could find that if you somehow beat Duke. So you beat Duke and you look down Iowa state possible win. They're not, nothing scares me about Iowa state. Uh, They're good. I think they're decent. They probably better than they've shown, but I I watched that Iowa game. That was the most disgusting thing of football I've ever seen in my freaking life. 
Uh, <laughs> OU is good. Probably not going to win. Baylor's probably pretty good. Probably not going to win. Although they, you know, they're capable of loss. OSU is good. Probably not going to win. But then Texas Tech, beatable. Texas, Texas very Tech. beatable. <laughs> Texas Tech what took or Houston to overtime. I know. Texas Tech, yeah, they're not uh, almost lost to Houston. Not, not scary. Texas looks pretty good. You know, had a good close game with Alabama. I think they're improved, but whatever. And then K-State. What scares you about K-State? Yeah, they lost to Tulane. They their offense is terrible. I mean, I I don't understand it. Uh, th- there was nothing that's scary there. So you look down and you go, okay. You, let's say you beat Duke. You're four zero, and you have winnable games against Iowa State, and then Texas Tech, K State, and then you know a reach game against the other three guys. If we could somehow find a way to win two of those games, on which will probably not be favored. In most of them, what's that Iowa State get line going to be? Let's say we beat Duke by the line. We beat them by seven, eight points. What's that Iowa State line going to be? I think we're probably dogs, but not by much. Not by much. Probably a, a couple points. How about that? I think six wins is still is still my my number now, which, by the way, before the season, think about that. Yeah, I know. It would have been crazy. The line in Vegas was two and a half. Two and a half. Three and oh, yeah, I cashed that ticket. You cash that ticket? Hasn't processed. Mine isn't processed. No, is yours processed? Oh, yeah, it did. Mm. Mm. All right, let's close. I I just wanted to see where your head's at. I'm going to ask you the same question next week. I want to see if it's changed. If we win by 25 points against Duke, does your expectations are you sugar bowl? Are you, are you ready for this? No, I'm not sugar bowl, but I'm like <laughs> holding. I'm like starting to look up a little You're bit. You're ready for the cheesy bowl. Starting to look into the clouds. Oh my gosh. What are we doing? What is this? I can't even, I can't even, I don't even know what to do with my hands. All right. Let's finish with this, Andrew. You and I had an idea. This is actually your idea. So I'm going to let you vet it and let's, let's talk it through here. Um, I want to start a booster club. Okay. <laughs> With our listeners or just anyone else, it's probably primarily going to be based in Johnson County or or Lawrence. Okay. Where we want to just like have a bunch of people get together and watch football games. And like, if we can get enough people together, then we'll like try to bring in like Brian Haney and he'll like give a speech at a happy hour and we can, you know, try to take shots with Brian Haney or, or, you know, look beyond that, start looking to the clouds, like we said. But like, if we get enough people, you start to, be able to maybe you get a discount on your Coors Lights. Maybe you oh. can get a travel uh, uh, little system going for some away games. I'm not talking a big commitment here, but like you let's want, you want just dudes, dudes or or ladies. This is not okay. a uh, but like I guess our our ideal candidates for this club, this booster club or whatever we're going to call uh-huh. it. It's probably like a Johnson County dad who just needs to get away from needs to get away for a little bit. Yeah, Just for like yeah, but Johnson County moms are are more than welcome, or moms Douglas County away moms, too. or Miami sure. County moms, or Wyandotte County, whatever. Like, <laughs> but like probably like our ideal candidate is like in that range, you know, probably late twenties, thirties, forties, or older. Doesn't matter. We're doesn't just talking matter. like, you know, gotta get away for a second and watch the KUTCU game, or. Uh, or like, and have it, and uh, go to a happy hour once a month or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like a happy hour booster club that has no affiliation at all with the University of Kansas. Independent. Yeah, we're not going to be key. like, 
Yeah, this is independent. This is this an is independent be... booster club. This is a an unaffiliated uh probably turns into a uh like an investment club on the side. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to get into some stuff. <laughs> right. Like eventually well, uh ultimately like the people who show up we're going to try to we're start to start a Johnny's. We're just trying to start yeah, a Johnny's. We're just, yeah, we're going to pull South over together and start a real estate investment trust and yeah. like the first investment is a Johnny's in South Johnson County. Yeah. Uh, so like but but essentially like it's not too ambitious here but like just get some people together. Yeah. Uh, to watch some away games and maybe do some happy hours. We could do a and, mailing list. Yeah. Maybe we'll put the that key, together. though, I think, is that it can't be affiliated with Kansas. We cannot call it the Jayhawk Talk Booster Club. Can then it gets too close to the, you know, so it needs to be like. Can we put up the bat signal there and say, hey, if you've got a name you've for got a our good club, for we got to come up with a club name, then we're off to the races. You've like, that's the important thing. You got to have a good name. And, and, and yeah, the answer here is, uh, an excuse once a month ish to just, you just got to get away. You just want to go <laughs> talk hoops. You just want to go talk football with some other guys and gals who just also just needed to get away for a little bit. You know, I like yeah. this. I like this. I That's like it. Gr- Probably, great idea. No, no, like membership fee. It's like a right fight then. club. But yeah, you can talk about it. You can talk about invite it. Invite your friends at work. That's fine. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it is. It's yeah. a, it's a fight club, but you can talk about it, and it's mostly about KU sports. Correct. Uh, okay. It's like a lions club with no philanthropic philanthropic <laughs> element to it. Um, and instead of talking about like, you know, hiring at work and the problems of a business, you're talking about Jalen Wilson's uh, leadership potential for this basketball team. Oh, like Jalen Daniels Heisman uh, <laughs> campaign. Uh, look, instead of instead of philanthropic uh, uh, pursuits, it's nil pursuits. Oh yeah, maybe we can pay some some dudes yeah. nil money to come speak to our group. I like that. Now, Jerry uh, Casey is our first person. He's probably too expensive. We need to find our first person who's not like going to be very expensive. They cost like a hundred bucks with plus gas money. We'll find somebody. I want the whoever it is, the first touchdown scorer uh against Duke. That's who we're gonna invite to our next next meeting. Ken, Kenny Logan. Like, is he too expensive? He's probably too expensive. I don't Kobe know. Kobe Bryant? Jacoby Kobe Bryant? I like that. That's perfect. And just come talk about leadership. And by leadership, I mean just talk about whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this is this is our this is our escape. We'll, we'll cover the food, cover your gas. There's an initiation fee of whatever you feel like paying to, to pay to Kobe, and that's it. I like this, Andrew. There's something here. Okay. Well, um, so we'll probably talk about more of this in the future. We'll talk about we don't, this more. We'll, What's we'll, our timeline we'll, here? What's our, like, maybe try to, uh, for a timeline, one event this football season. Mm-hmm. That's start small. Yep. Yeah, we don't we don't need to go crazy. Let's start very small. Yeah, one event this football season, and then we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So we'll we'll have like a list you can sign up on in the future. Otherwise, come up with a name or indicate that you're interested on the Twitter. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is this is uh, this is for people who still use Twitter 
as their main source of information. If you do, we need a TikTok. Use, if you use TikTok, you're probably not in the club. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not. You're not who we're going for. You're not, the, you're not our demo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do we need it? What What would you do with a TikTok? Do you even know? Like, do you know how uh, to TikTok? How to do uh, it? I mean, I I'm familiar with it, but I, damn, I, what would we even do? In the 10- like, it would take too much time. Like, I would have to like edit videos of like linebackers who playing has time out, for that. No, who has time for that? Back in September of 2012, we would have had time for that. Oh when, yeah, when back we when we started this, show, this, when we started this show, and you're that like, was hey, the whole idea. That was toast now, to ten years. A toast. Toast to ten years. Uh, and, let's hope this football season is better than the last. Or these next 10 years are better than the last 10. Okay. And the basketball is even better. And uh, if you have been with us for 10 years, which there can't be that many, but there might, I think there's some. Uh, we appreciate you listening this whole time. I don't, uh, you know. It, Let us it, know. Let us know. Yeah. If, you, if you've if you been with us since the beginning. We'll send you a watch. Yeah, we'll, we'll do something with you. Well, I don't know what. Like, we'll have a, have a, have a mini, a club within the club. Oh, chairman's club. Oh, founder's club. (laughs) I like it. All right, Angie, let's get out of here. Hey, if you got nothing going on, you don't have a uh, child's birthday party on Saturday. You better get your ass to David Booth Memorial Stadium. Uh, There is no excuse. Zero excuse. You got to get there. Uh, And if you uh, if you are there, send me some pictures because I'll have a little FOMO. Uh, but you know, it'll be a lovely birthday party. I'm sure. Uh, Andrew, uh, will you be there? I'll be there. Yes. All right. Like that. I will be there for the Iowa state game. So I will be, I promise I'll be there the following week, but uh, you got to get there, send some pictures, be noisy, pack it up, man. How exciting is that? I, I want, I want you to send me all the videos, all the like, uh, are the are the is the student section full? I want to see it all. I want to know everything. Uh, because I got I hope it is just as raucous as it should be. And for those guys, for the football team, they deserve it. For Lance, keep Lance and Lawrence. Keep Lance and Lawrence. All right, Angel. Let's get out of here. Thank you so much for listening, especially those who have somehow stuck around for it's 10 for years. Jay-Hawk we will catch you next time on the Jay-Hawk Talk Podcast and Rock Talk. I tried to tell him every time we on the court. I tried to tell him that we never coming up short. I tried to tell him that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell him that, that they should never let us in. They say that we the best, but I say we the greatest. That's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us. That's why they talk about us. They know they can never fade us. It's tradition and that Kansas pride that has truly made us. They know just how we feel. They know at Allen Field that we gon' keep it real. Shout out to Bill. This for them fans that waited off in them long lines. Camped out before the games and they stayed a long time. Every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win. On a Jayhawk shirt or a new clean Benz with a sticker on the back. With the K and the U. Uh-huh, yeah, baby, that'll make
make you say, ooh, we at the top of the top, just like we should be. Started from the bottom, thanks to what James could see. Dr. Naismith made a game for man, changed lives for the players, and did the same for, for the fans. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hopes, baby. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. This for my J-Hope fans, for my J-Hope. And if you love it, then I love it, cause we hopes, baby. All them years that we've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing with no team that's interfering, nine times get to cheering with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness, man, we've been waiting weeks now, if you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them ones high shout out to the booster showing love in the alum now i'm speaking for the fans even though i'm just one guy we appreciate the love love won't run dry imagine the state of kansas with no jayhawks that's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk they see us as support and we see them on the court so we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short we win together and we lose together but win or lose we still booze together struggles in my life will change me as a man but one thing that will never change i'll be a jayhawk fan I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. I ain't even gotta really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded. Rock Chuck J. Hawk in your faces. This for my J. Hawk fans, for my J. Hawks. This for my J. Timing of the hire was very unique in, uh, you know, in Division One football taking over May 1st. Um, for many of these upperclassmen at the time, it was their third head coach. Some of our position players still had had upwards to eight position coaches. So, you know, the, after sitting down with all the players, um, consistency, stability, discipline, structure, was, were some of the key words that I heard from our players. And I really felt that it kind of fit on, on how we went about it at Buffalo and other, and, and at Whitewater. And, and, and that was the biggest thing we wanted how to do. How bad is it when the players are like, we need some discipline? Long, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thing by daily expectations of improvement. And coach, you've improved by adding players as well. 21 kids coming in. This guy uh, through the transfer portal. who's doing this interview, I only see during March Madness. And to see him like in this same studio talking football about KU football is kind of a little jarring. A little surreal. It's Kansas. You know, before he got there, they weren't close in a lot of games. 
They were terrible. Yeah, I, I think you, you, Adam hit a good spot there. A uh, good point was, you know, we, we got the win down in Austin, which of course was huge, but it was really the two games in my estimation that followed up um, a close tough loss at TCU the next weekend and a six point loss at West Virginia that really gave our guys a sense of belief and some confidence as we went into winter conditioning when they returned second semester. You could see a difference in spring ball. And then as things went through, I think like anyone that has entered the portal for, for whatever reason it may be, opportunities first and foremost um, for a fresh start. And I think where we were at is but we were the youngest power five football team in the country last year, third youngest overall. And I, I, I think by adding some older players, um, we talked about, you know, adding to our culture, but we're adding the culture of competition that we're going to compete every day. And some of those additions that made huge impacts here early in the season. Coach, I had a, a teammate who was an excellent football player to always say, don't get soft with success. Now, of course, this cake isn't. Don't get soft with success, KU. Jesus Christ. <laughs> football left. How do you keep everyone in that locker room? All your He's won three games. Hey, hey. Like, hey, like we're not excellent question because that, that, that can be a temptation many times. And, and I've been asked that a few times already. Lance says it's an excellent question. It's an excellent question. Keep Lance on Lawrence. Things that actually when we were going through the tough times uh, last year um, in the season was that should be the title. We're going to expect the same. Keep Lance the and same Lawrence. Approach, yeah. Same expectation. We're going to coach the game. We're going to coach the play. Not, not the 10 year anniversary show. And, and we've kind of tried to drill that home, and our players have embraced that very well. And How about it, keep Lance and Lawrence plus 10th anniversary show? Okay. We've got a long way to go, but uh, we've got a lot of things we can continue to build upon, and we're excited about. And something else I'm sure you're going to get asked a lot about. Our job openings. No brask. When people see the success, Husk don't guy. do it. Husk, Husker, Husk Nathan guy. But just Nebraska. Uh, a fit for you. But but what is the quest for you? Having won national championships at D three, having having now made this Kansas. We're going to win national championships in Kansas. Yours, what is the big deal? What you might be able to do there in Lawrence. Well, that, that was the, the whole idea and the challenge of taking this job. What and question was that? Obviously, you can... It wasn't a question. ...and other things. Like, like, you know, they're, open they're jobs. Serious. And by the way, you win national championships. And, what are your and, thoughts? Uh, when, <laughs> <laughs> this opportunity is... Talk about that. ...another challenge that, uh, you know, to build something and... What and a professional build answer, though. ...success. Uh-huh. We felt that this was a great fit for <clears throat> different ways as well as our How easy staff. is it to be linked and, like that uh, right now? You know, we're going to be where our feet are. We're going to focus. He's got to do a lot of extra media. No one's ever wanted to talk to him. We're going to be where our feet oh, are, man. Good opponent this weekend and Mike Elko taking over there. No, they're not. Fuck Duke. That team and, and what does what do the Jayhawks have to do to continue? Mike Elko was on our 50 candidate list last time. <laughs> so, true, you yeah. know, Mike Elko has a coach Elko has a great reputation and, and mm. for his, from his defensive background, uh, you know, here of late, uh, nationally uh, had multiple stops, very consistent. You can see a defense that is well coached in the fundamentals. Um, and really on both sides of the ball, they're not beating themselves, uh, offensively, uh, quarterbacks been like extremely accurate, um, <laughs> running, you know, they're, they're using the, the run game as well to open it up, the, the, the pass game. And in a lot of different ways, their backs get downhill and are very physical runners. And they took it to us the second half of last year's game. And we got yeah, they did. We well, were tired. I always time, forget right? we played them Dude, last year. Yeah. Kicked our ass in the second half. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs>
you know, Coach Sell's been great, uh, you know, since my arrival. And, and again, to have a program with that type of success right here in the department mm -hmm. and, uh, and as a resource, uh, I couldn't thank him enough for all his support nice so far. To give in our some credit. Well, like I said at the beginning, man, it's been fun to watch having it all take place. going to both be paid Third the level, same. Thanks for joining us here in Inside College Football. One of them may be more than the other. The opportunity and rock chalk, everyone. There it is. Rock chalk, everyone. I like that. On our return here. Okay. I'm Make ready. sure we pull the drop of Lance Leipold saying rock chalk, everyone. Because <laughs> we might need that. Okay.